Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and we have made it to the rentrée, haven't we? This oh, you're is like, so fancy. It's so fancy. We mean the September back to life. <laughs> back to school, back to work, summer holidays over. We're it getting into the Jewish New Year, even. It is true. In France, they call it the re-entry, this time of year, rentrée. And it is rentrée. I feel like that this really is the new year, right? It always, though, even when I was a kid... Fall felt like you were coming into you because everything did start new. You started right. a new school. You got new clothes. Right. The new seasons of TV shows came right. on. Right. The new models of cars came out. Right. Yeah. You know, medievals. Just to just to make this way too intellectual to believe, medievals believe the New Year's Day was what we now call March twenty fifth. So because it's the beginning your of your brother's sp- birthday. Yeah, true. My brother's birthday. True. Because it's the beginning of spring. Did you know that Dante thought the world was created on March twenty fifth? So there you go. So yeah, wow. did, we can so, always work wait, Dante into so everything. Dante thought God had the Roman calendar. Sure, why not? The Julian <laughs> calendar, in fact. Excellent. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, it does. Even though it's fall, I don't know. It, we're back, and so we've we, we've come into the rentrée with this this healthy. Pressure cooker recipe. We are making whole grain pork and lettuce wraps. And the sound you hear is our pressure cooker. And you're hearing it have a hissing because we are letting the steam out. You're hearing a quick release. We'll get to that in a minute. And what we did is we cooked a cup of wheat berries in the stovetop pressure cooker. We cooked them for 30 minutes. With what? With water. We covered them with water and we cooked it for 30 minutes. We did a quick release and that's what you're hearing. And it's going to fizzle out and be done. And so explain what that means. Why do we have to do that? Why do we have to release the pressure? And what, why do we have to release it, and why did we do this quickly? Uh, well, we did it quickly because that's the way the recipe is written. And also, Follow your recipe. Excellent. <laughs> we adjudicated the timing based on releasing the pressure instantly once the wheat berries are done. And we're releasing the pressure because the pot is under a, an extreme amount of pressure. We did this on our stovetop pot, and it was under about 15 PSI of pressure, pounds per square inch. That's a lot. A lot it of pressure. is in this, in this last barbaric place on the planet that uses pounds. But okay, <laughs> 15 pounds per square inch. And we, it's a lot of pressure, and we have to bring that pressure back down. Because now. when the pot's under pressure, it's locked. You can't open it. You know, people worry, oh, my pressure cooker is going to explode and all that. It can't explode. They have very secure fittings, the way the lid locks into place, and you can't even open it when it's under pressure. So we have to get the pressure out, as Mark said. We've flipped the valve. We've let the steam come out. And this is back to normal pressure, and we can open it up. And I want to say that this is the only part of the recipe that's under pressure, right, is we're making these wheat berries. And wheat berries are, of course, the dry grains of wheat. You, We're using white soft soft yeah. spring wheat berries yeah. but you could use hard red which are winter wheat berries they're much harder and drier you, you could use spelt if for this you recipe. like it you could use spelt you could use kamut kamut is an organic strain of karasin wheat an ancient strain of wheat what i like best about wheat berries for this recipe is their size they're smaller the spelt berries tend to be larger and the yep. kamut berries are even larger than spelt yeah. so the wheat berries themselves are very small and they'll mimic the size of the pieces of ground pork and if you want to get really crazy you could also make this with rye berries i love rye berries but they have a flavor that I can only describe as dank. It's a well, dank, chewy flavor. I think a lot there. You know, I was shocked to discover this as I got older. There are actually people who don't like rye bread. No, well, they're idiots, but okay, yes. But I think it's they're, for the same reason. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you don't like rye bread, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you an idiot. I'm just calling you an idiot because you don't like rye bread. I love rye bread. Oh, oh my God. Well, clearly some people. <laughs> they're idiots. <laughs> don't so, like rye bread. So now I'm going to pour this pot. I'm going to drain it in a colander set 
in the sink. Right. Do you know the story? <laughs> yeah, I know it. Have we told you this story? There's it. a very famous cookbook writer, and she uh, has a story that she claims that the one thing that she had to re- change her recipes over is that she wrote Italian cookbooks, and she claimed that people wrote her and said, I drained the pasta in a colander and the water went all over the counter Mm. because she didn't say to put the colander in the sink. They're idiots. They probably don't like rye bread either. So uh, So you put the colander in the sink. It's for the same reason we have to say in all of our baking recipes that you have to grease the inside of a baking pan. Because people have complained that. No, I actually had someone write me. Grease it and it slipped out of my hands. I had someone write me about a baking tray once and said that they greased it and it slipped out. They couldn't (laughs) hold on to it. So I was like, oh, dude. All right. You grease the inside of the pan. I know it's really stupid. Every copy editor tries to take that out when I write, you know, grease the inside of the pan. And I always think, oh, don't take it out. Someone's going to grease the outside. You can't see this, but I'm rubbing my face. I just (laughs) can't handle it. So we're going to turn these wheat berries now. We've got them and they're done. I've drained them in the sink. Right. in the colander and now we're not going to wash this pot we're just going to wipe it out and put it back over the stove and turn it on medium high and we're going to cook the rest of the stuff in here but before we do that let's talk about what we're making we're making larb and larb is a traditional laotian sometimes thai mostly laotian vietnamese kind of dish southeast asian dish that's it's a pork dish highly highly flavored and highly spiced using ground pork yep and we're going to make this with we're Dumbing down the spices a little bit. Well, we're simplifying it a little bit because we've added these wheat berries. And one of the problems is the wheat berries are subtle in their flavor. Mm -hmm. And we don't want the flavors of the dish to override it. And this larb is traditionally... Larb. L-A-A-R-B. Is traditionally... Well, really, that's a... Anglicization of what it would. Well, be. I don't it's, know what those letters are yeah, in Thai or Vietnamese. Laotian. I don't know what they are either, but. Um, uh, what was I going to say? That that the wheat berries are subtle in their flavor, and we don't want the spices to override the wheat berries. No, and this is almost think of it like a warm salad. You could also serve it cold, and you serve it in lettuce leaves. And there's some really good stuff about serving these in lettuce leaves. A, it's fewer carbs. B, it's crunchy. Yep. And C, lettuce is tasty. A lot of people don't realize that good lettuce has a lot of flavor. Love the wedge salad. Mm. So, um. You know, uh, the, this thing is actually a great make-ahead. You can make it and keep the the filling with the ground pork and the wheat berries that have been cooked in the pressure cooker. You can make this and set this aside in the refrigerator and then carry this separately in a lunch container with lettuce leaves and then just have it for lunch. Now, this version is only mildly spicy. Traditionally, larb is a fiery, fiery meat salad. What's the word I always use in every cookbook? It's a fiery... Farrago. Farrago. And it well, is this a fi- is a fiery inferno. <laughs> Bruce told me I wasn't allowed to say Farrago in the next cookbook. <laughs> so I guess I'm not. So I'm saying we, in the podcast. We had this dish once without wheat berries, just with the meat and the vegetables in lettuce wraps in a restaurant, a Thai restaurant on Mark's birthday on 9th Avenue in New York. And it was probably the hottest thing I'd ever tried it, to eat. My lips, I think, were melted onto the floor. It was like somebody took a hot metal spike, put, I mean, put a metal spike in the in the, in the... For, in the what do I say fireplace got it really hot and then laid it on my tongue oh, that's about so... how hot felt. and we asked the waitress she asked us how hot we wanted it we said you know mildly hot and so we said to her like where is this on the scale and she said oh three 
And that really freaked us out because we thought she meant three out of ten. And we're like, this is nothing then. But she meant three out of five. So it was pretty hot. And then we asked her what she liked. And she said, oh, absolutely five. Yeah, well, okay. I don't... She has no lips or teeth or <laughs> tongue or tonsils or esophagus anymore. Maybe no colon, no anus, no sphincter. So <laughs> they've all been melted out. Well, the thing is, the capsaicin that burns your mouth burns all the tissues all the way Correct. through. So it's oh, undigestible. Imagine it. Now, if you did this in an electric pressure cooker you're gonna to have to plug that cooker back in right. and set it on the brown saute or simmer setting whichever right. is the hottest setting you right. have and we're gonna add one pound of ground pork well first we added some oil no oh, tablespoon of peanut oil we added peanut oil because that's most traditional if you have peanut allergies and you don't want to use peanut oil yes just use a neutral flavored oil you can use canola oil or vegetable oil or if you are opposed to those oils you can use almond oil as the oh, that'd be it. good um now let's talk about ground pork for a second when i buy ground pork in the supermarket it's often very very fatty and in this dish you don't want that much fat floating around this should be lean pork and so there's really... It only is rentré. Yeah. It is the new year. Here's so, your New Year's resolution. And the only way to guarantee you're getting a leaner ground pork is to grind it yourself. And before you say, oh, that's too much trouble and I don't have a grinder, you could do it in your food processor. All you got to do is cut, get buy some pork loin, very, very lean pork loin, some center cut boneless chops or just a piece of pork loin, cut it up into cubes and pop it in the food processor and pulse it until it's chopped up. But they do sell lean ground pork at some larger supermarket. you got to ask the butcher for it. And you can ask the butcher to grind pork for you, but chances are he won't do it. At least at at our store, they'll only grind beef. They won't grind pork. Yeah, and so I I like a good beef and pork burger, and fatty pork is good for that. But, you know, the fat runs off on the grill in the pork. In this case, it's all going to stick in the pot. So, listen, there's enough fat anyway. So lean ground pork is the best. And we've got a pound in there, and it's lost its raw pinkish color. So now I'm just going to add a bunch of other things. So why don't you see what I'm adding? So what Mark is putting into this pot and stirring in as he goes are six scallions. And that's thinly the sliced. whole thing, right? The whole right the scallion. Right. And remember, if you don't want to take out a knife and chop them up, you can cut these right in with a scissor. It is like my favorite kitchen tool. I'm moving on. He's putting in a cup of packed cilantro leaves that have been minced. And my favorite tool for doing that is the OXO rolling mincer. You could make easy work of leafy greens in five seconds. I'm moving on. Quarter cup of fresh lime juice. He's putting in two tablespoons of fish sauce, also called nam pla. Oh. He's well. putting in two tablespoons of light brown sugar. You can use palm sugar or coconut sugar. I love palm sugar, but it comes in big blocks. And you have to grate it with the large holes of a box grater. Right, right, right. And he's putting in a teaspoon, only a teaspoon of sambal olek, which sambal. is a chili paste. You could put two tablespoons if you want it really nice and hot. You could also buy some Thai bird chilies, the really hot <laughs> ones, and thinly slice those <laughs> and put them in. I think we ate it with all of that at that <laughs> restaurant. And we're going to stir this up. Let this just infuse all its flavor. We're going to put the wheat berries back into it. And we're going to let it cool a bit. And when we come back, we're going to show you how we eat them with lettuce leaves. So it cooled a bit. And we what we did is bought two heads of Boston lettuce. And I broke them apart leaf by leaf. And I rinsed each leaf underwater to make sure there was no grit and no sand. And we dried them. And now we just spoon a couple tablespoons of that pork mixture into each lettuce leaf. I'm eating. I'm not talking roll it up. I'm talking anymore. It is sweet and sour and spicy. Mm. This is, I could eat the entire pot of this. <laughs> well, 
Now, the good thing about this thing, sorry, I'm talking about my mouthful, are all the wheat berries. The wheat mm -hmm. berries add so much great texture. Mm -hmm. Also fiber. Mm -hmm. We're at the new year, <laughs> so uh, keep your bowels healthy. So they, they add so much good <laughs> What? Is that wrong? Is that wrong? You're the one who's always saying your mother said, don't flush till mommy looks. So. <laughs> Not always. I think I heard it once. <laughs> so maybe she was celebrating the new year with LARB. Anyway. Uh, I guarantee you, growing up, we never had LARB. No, nor I growing I up in the South. we had LARB. But they didn't have it at King's Chinese Restaurant on Horace Harding. Expressway. King's Chinese. King's Chinese wow, restaurant. The nice. Cantonese restaurant in Bayside. Nice. On Horace Hunting Expressway at Springfield Boulevard. Nice. And, this, you know, the Chinese who came on those little stainless steel stands with the dome lids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. my father loved chicken chow mein. <laughs> we always got that. They had nice. good spare ribs. They didn't have larb. They had shrimp toast. And even if you find a Laotian restaurant that serves larb, they're not going to make it with wheat berries. This is kind of our no. strange addition to making this a healthy and delicious recipe for the new year. Listen in every week to Cooking with Bruce and Mark, and we will cook through a recipe. Usually it's a new one for you. Sometimes it's out of our books. They're fun. They're delicious. The recipes all live on our website at bruceandmark.com, so you don't have to write them down while you listen. And subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And we love you here at Cooking with Bruce and Mark, so love us back. Rate us, share with your friends, tell everybody you know about us at Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And don't flush till mommy looks. <laughs> <laughs>